you'll open your Bibles with me to the Psalms. Psalm 33. Psalm 33. Rejoice in the Lord, O ye righteous, for praise from the upright is beautiful. Praise the Lord with the harp. Make melody to him with the instrument of ten strings. Sing to him a new song. Play skillfully with a shout of joy. For the word of the Lord is right, and all his work is done in truth. He loves righteousness and justice. The earth is full of the goodness of the Lord. By the word of the Lord, the heavens were made, and all the hosts of them by the breath of by the breath of his mouth. He gathereth the waters of the sea together as a heap. He lays up the deep in storehouses. Let all the earth fear the Lord. Let all the inhabitants of the world stand in awe of him. For he spoke, and it was done. He commanded, and it stood fast. The Lord brings the counsel of the nations to nothing. He makes the plans of the people of no effect. The counsel of the Lord stands forever, the plans of his heart to all generations. Blessed is the nation whose God is the Lord and the people whom he has chosen as his own inheritance. The Lord looks from heaven. He sees all the sons of men. From the place of his habitation, he looks on all the inhabitants of the earth. He fashions their heart individually. He considers all their works. No king is saved by the multitude of an army. A mighty man is not delivered by great strength. A horse is a vain hope for safety. Neither shall, in de deliver, ne neither shall it deliver any by its great strength. Behold, the eyes of the Lord is on those who fear him, on those who hope in his mercy, to deliver their soul from death and to keep them alive in famine. Our souls wait for the Lord. He is our help and our shield. For our hearts shall rejoice in him because we have trusted in his holy name. Let your mercy, O Lord, be upon us, just as we hope in you. Hallelujah. Father, would you add your blessing to the reading of the word? God, may it have a special meaning for each of us here tonight. May we glean from this that heavenly manna that will feed our souls. May each one here have cause when they leave this place to go out saying, oh, it was good. It was good that we came to the house of the Lord. May each one individually receive from the Holy Spirit. May you open our ears and our hearts and our minds. And may we have revelations of holy things. May your anointing be upon this pastor in Jesus' name. Amen. Hallelujah. In this psalm, there's an abundance of reasons why we should uh, 
shout for joy. Amen? The source of a believer's joy is not in uh, the world. It's not in uh, circumstances. It's not even in a church. The source of our joy is the God of that church. The source of our joy is Jesus Christ. And whenever two or three are gathered together, the Lord is in our midst. And we have such a cause to give joy to the Lord. And uh, when we seen these girls up here, they were, they were singing because they wanted to, they had joy in their heart and they wanted to express that joy. It says, play upon a ten-stringed instrument. Or, uh, I know it isn't ten strings, but uh, A.J. gets up here and he's, he's the first one in the church here with his guitar. His dad can't beat him in here. He gets in here ahead of his dad and he enjoys playing his guitar for the Lord because he has joy in his heart. Amen. Hallelujah. You know, the Christian has a cause to sing a new song because we're new creation. Amen. Old things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. I'm not the same man that I was. Praise God, he's done a transformation. I got something to shout about. Hallelujah. I just uh, don't believe that Christians ought to sit around with long faces and, and, and bad attitudes. <laughs> I love to, love to look down here at this front row. <laughs> look at all the smiles tonight. Hallelujah. You know, Nehemiah said, the joy of the Lord is our strength. And if this church has any strength, that's exactly where it is. It's the joy of the Lord. The Lord is present here. And we have cause to be joyful. Praise God. Hallelujah. We rejoice in the Lord because, well, because of, first of all, verse 4. Because of his word. It says, the word of the Lord is right. And I want to tell you something. The word of the Lord is right. It's right for you. It's right for me. It'll never lead you astray. You want to know what to do with your life? You want to know uh, how to conduct yourself? All you got to do is go to the Word of God. The Word of the Lord is right. It's forever settled in heaven. Praise God, not one jot nor one tittle is going to fall from the law until everything is fulfilled. This, this word is holy. This word is true. This word is life. This word is as current as your newspaper, probably more so. Hallelujah. This word has converting power. It can convert a person. It can change your life. Look over at Psalm 19. Psalm 19 and verse 7. 
the law of the Lord is perfect, converting the soul. The testimony of the Lord is sure, making wise the simple. And I can testify to that. I'm about as simple as they come, but God has made me wise unto salvation. Amen? You don't need to have a great education. All you need is the Word of God. God can make you wise. You know, I'm having a especially good time tonight because I'm looking down here in the front row and I see some of these young people taking notes. Some of you older people could take a lesson from the front row tonight. They're taking notes because they know that the word's important. Hallelujah. You know, I've, I've come to the conclusion, even if there is no life hereafter, and there is a life hereafter, but if there was no life hereafter, I believe this is the only life to live. I believe living by the Word of God is the most thrilling thing that can happen to a person. Walking in the Spirit is absolutely exhilarating. Amen. Every day with Jesus is better than the day before. I get so thrilled with Jesus every moment of the day. And it doesn't depend on how the kids act on my bus. It doesn't depend on what my boss says. I'm working for the boss, the big king of kings. I've got, got everything under control. Because Jesus, greater is he that's in me than he that's in the world. Hallelujah. My joy doesn't depend on circumstances. It depends on the Lord Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. This word is powerful. George, this word is powerful. Amen. Look at verse 6. <clears throat> 33, verse 6. The word of the Lord, by the word of the Lord, the heavens were made, and all the host of them by the breath of his mouth. He just all of a sudden said, be, and it was. And he could come up and he could say, new lungs. Amen. And if God speaks it, it's going to happen. Amen. Amen. We, heard, we heard this uh, uh, missionary the other night talking about God filling teeth. And he doesn't use second-rate stuff either. Go, the best. <laughs> Hallelujah. I got an old filling in here. I got to go have it drilled out now. You know, it's been in there about 10 years, and it's cracking, and now they got to put a new filling in. When God fills my tooth, it's going to be filled. Amen? With gold. He talked about growing eyeballs in the sockets. Why is it that we think it's impossible for these things to happen? Oh, it can happen down in South America, down in Venezuela or someplace. Why not here? Why not? 
Somebody give me a reason why not. We serve the same God, don't we? And my God is still doing miracles. And his word is powerful. It's incorruptible. It's the good seed. Hallelujah. Forever, O Lord, thy word is settled in the heavens. You know, it's funny. You pick up uh, books, and some of the books that they had on, uh, on how children should be born and how they should be raised, just pick one up that was written back in the 40s. Everything that they believed back there was wrong. Do you know that? I mean, they wrote it, but it's outdated now. In fact, they've gone 180 degrees. They're exactly the opposite now. Everybody was supposed to feed them with bottles back then. Now they're trying to get them back on the breast. Right? And nobody could go in and see that newborn. They had them in glass cages. Now they want the family there. They even let the little kids hold them. They change their mind every other day. You can't keep up with it. You got to have a whole library and keep on buying new books and throwing the old ones out because everything changes. But this book is never going to change. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. What was truth... 2,000 years ago is truth today. What God said it's going to be. Praise God. I'm building on the solid rock. I'm not building on this, this old sand that's shifting with everything that comes down the road, it shifts. And boy, I'm telling you, but you build on the Word of God. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. something you can trust in. Listen, you can go to college and uh, by the time you finish college, now she's in electronics, by the time you finish your course, what you have learned is going to be obsolete. I know, I went down that road. 22 years I worked in electronics. And I was forever going to school before I could even finish the course. It was outdated. When I first went, they said it was positive to negative. Then they changed their mind. It was negative to positive. And, and things keep changing. But I want to tell you something. This one here is never going to change. Hallelujah. I can learn this one time and, and, and just hold on to it, and it's going to be the same as when I first learned it. Amen. And if it was good enough for Paul and Silas, it's good enough for me. Hallelujah. Secondly, we can rejoice not only because of his word, but because of his works. All his works are done in truth, it says in verse 4. All his works are done in truth. All. 
Not some, all his works are done in truth. And I'll tell you something, all his works are done in grace. Hallelujah. He's a just God. We talked about that this morning. Hallelujah. He's the way, the truth, and the life, and no man is going to come on to the Father except by him. And that's never going to change. You're not going to find some other way. To be saved by grace is not to be saved at the expense of truth. That truth is going to stay the same. That soul that sins is going to die. And that holds for Christians as well as for non-Christians. And if you don't keep your sins under the blood of Jesus, if you don't continually repent of those sins and continually try to, to, to live a holy life, without holiness, no man is going to see the Lord. Amen? That's the truth. God couldn't look upon his own son when his son became sin, and he can't look upon you when you're covered with sin. The only way is to cover yourself with the blood of Jesus. Oh, fall upon his mercy. Mercy, Lord. For Jesus' sake, forgive us. Cleanse us. Make us whole. Hallelujah. Grace and truth came by Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Thirdly, his loving kindness. We can praise him for his loving kindness. Verse 5. In the Revised Standard Version, it says, The earth is full of thy loving kindness, of the loving kindness of the Lord. The earth is full of it. I believe mine says, The goodness of the Lord. What's the King James say? Goodness. But it's God's goodness that it's his loving kindness, you know? Hallelujah. His loving kindness is everywhere. You can't, you can't swing your feet out of bed in the morning without realizing how good God is. Try swinging your feet out some morning if you got arthritis. Try swinging your feet out some morning if your back is injured. You'll realize just how kind God is to let you swing your feet out every morning. You know, it's like the guy that was complaining about his shoes pinching until he saw a man that didn't have any feet. That's the way we Christians are. We're complaining about this and complaining about that. We shouldn't complain about a thing. It's God's loving kindness that we have anything at all. Anything. You know, he makes his love to, to uh, come to the just and the unjust. Hallelujah. He makes it rain on the evil as well as on the good. Have you ever stopped to think, what would it be like if I got what I really deserved? <laughs> Thank God that you don't get what you deserve. 
Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Marvelous, loving kindness is manifested in Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Fourthly, we can rejoice in his power. Hallelujah. Verse 8 and 9. Verse 8 and 9. Let all the earth fear the Lord. Let all the inhabitants of the world stand in awe of him. For he spoke and it was done. He commanded and it stood fast. That's power. World B. I want you to make one revolution every 24 hours. Guess what? It does. I want you to go around the sun every 365 and so many days. Right? And it does. The only people, the only ones that he has any problems with is people. He says to the animals, fly south, and they fly south. Tells them, come north, and they come north. But he says to some of us, I want you to do this, and you say, no. <laughs> come on. It's the truth. But God is almighty. God is all-powerful. Hallelujah. He stands behind his word. He stands behind his word. If he said it, you can believe it. Hallelujah. If he said it, he can perform it. In Psalm 62 and verse 11, it says, Power belongeth unto, the, unto uh, God. Power belongeth unto God. He gives power to the faint. And to them that have no might, he increases strength. Isaiah 40, verse 29. Hallelujah. You know, Paul said, that God told him that in his weakness he found strength. You know, the weaker we are, the stronger God can be. It's only when we want to be God. See, God, God can't show his power when you want to do it in your own power. Amen? Hallelujah. We can rejoice in his knowledge, verse 10 and 11. The Lord bringeth the counsel of the nations to nothing. <laughs> he makes the plans of the people of no effect. The counsel of the Lord stands forever and the plans of his heart to all generations. Hallelujah. It's a joy to the Christian that God knows all about the secret desires and yet 
He loves you. I'm glad God knows everything. You know, that could be scary to the unsaved. God knows? You mean God knows what I did last night? Oh. We don't worry about that, though, do we? See, when we're, when we're driving along and, and God protects us, we say, well, God knows, knew that I was going to be in that problem. He sent his guardian angel. See, we, we know that God knows everything, and we're glad about it. Hallelujah. He knows the beginning from the end. He's the Alpha and the Omega. He knew you were going to be here tonight. He knew what you needed to hear tonight. And this message is for you tonight. Hallelujah. It's tailor-made. We can trust God for the future. We trusted him for yesterday. We can trust him for today. And he'll do the same for us tomorrow. Ken, he knows the problems you're going through. You don't have to worry about it. Really? Bert, he knows the problems you're going through. Took care of them yesterday, didn't he? He can take care of them tomorrow. Amen. Hallelujah. Is anything too difficult for God? No. Nah. He cares about your tomorrows. He cares about you. We can rejoice in the faithfulness of God. Verse 11. The thoughts of his heart are to all generations. Did you know God thinks upon you? Hallelujah. That's exciting. Man is famous for his vain thoughts, but God has good thoughts. Look at Psalm 40 and verse 5. Many, O Lord, my God, are your wonderful works which you have done and your thoughts which are, what? Towards us. Hallelujah. It says that they can't recount to you in order. There are so many. God's got so many nice thoughts for, for us that I can't even count them. If I knew about all the thoughts that he thought towards me, I still wouldn't be able to count them. He thinks upon us. We're, we're engraved on the palm of his hand. Think about that. We're the apple of his eye. Look at verse 17. Psalm 40, verse 17. I am poor and needy, yet the Lord thinks upon me. Marvin, did you hear what that said? I am poor and needy, but the Lord thinks upon me. Didn't you say you needed a job? I am poor and needy, but the Lord thinks upon me. 
See, God knows that you're in need. He does. He knows all about your needs. We can rejoice in that, can't we? Hallelujah. One last thing. We can rejoice in his grace. Verse, verse 12. Psalm 33, verse 12. Blessed is the nation whose God is the Lord and the people whom he has chosen as his own inheritance. See, he's chosen us. We haven't chosen him. And it's not because we're so great and so good. It's because he's so good. He loves you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. His grace is sufficient for whatever you're going through. His grace will take care of you. His grace will go beyond anything that you can think. See, because it's unmerited favor. You didn't deserve it to begin with. 